0: Welcome back to The Obsessed Marketer, the podcast designed for you. The small business owner looking to jumpstart your business and learn quick marketing strategies that you can take with you to increase your sales, reach and growth. And we are definitely not in the studio today at all. But we're <laughs> on <our> location. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us too. I'm Andrew Hayes, by the way. And I'm Megan Van And so we are also joined with Rachel, what is it, Koenig? Andrew, Rachel yep. Koenig. See, the, the, that last name is so familiar. I mean, I have a couple friends with that last name, and so it's always like everyone has a different like pronunciation.
1: Yeah, such a good Wisconsin
0: last name. Yes. <laughs> well, Rachel, welcome to the podcast today. You. Can you explain to me where we are today?
2: Um. So we are at Midwest Grit CrossFit in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. So this
1: is my gym. We're in, like, you also have to imagine how weird it is to drive here. We're in, like, an <laughs> industrial park surrounded by, like, totally unrelated businesses, mm-hmm. like, mattresses and manufacturing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's like a pole shed with a CrossFit gym in it.
0: No, so. I totally got <laughs> lost in a different parking lot before getting there. <laughs> so Rachel, tell me a little bit about this business here because from my understanding that this wasn't yours initially, that you actually worked here.
2: Um, so yeah, so I purchased the gym in October of 21. So just over a year ago. Um, My journey with CrossFit started in October of 2014. Um, Just as an athlete, um, as a retired college athlete, it was kind of my vice for finding that competitive um, niche.
0: What did did you play in college?
2: Uh, Basketball. Oh, okay. Um, So it was kind of that after college time of like, how do I stay healthy? How do I stay fit? Um, And how do I have that little competitive side to um, kind of fill? And um, I ended up here. Um, in October of 2014 and it was at that time CrossFit Eastern Ridge owned by Marty Harms Um, and it was kind of I would like to say love at first sight for me Um, and I spent probably just over four years um, as an athlete and a part-time coach Um, I did move away to Green Bay took a different office job and it was always for me kind of that I knew I didn't belong in an office sitting at a desk nine to five it was kind of I worked as a paralegal i worked in transportation and logistics and it was always kind of like i never hated my job but i never felt like fulfilled by what i was doing um so then i ended up back here um i took a full-time position as the gym grew in april of 2018 Um, and i kind of became the head coach general manager um, as marty's life kind of progressed to kids got older things like that where he was needed more at home um i kind of filled that role of i was the face of the gym. Um, and then it kind of just became that progression of, um, I was doing a lot of the stuff and then my husband, um, was kind of the one that was the pusher of like, Hey, what's that next step for you? Kind of, what do you want from this type of thing? And it was for me, um, was ownership kind of that ability to say, how do I take something that I genuinely love and make it into my own, make it better, um, serve this area. In a way that helps it be a healthier area. Um, so then it was kind of um, in the summer of 21. Marty and I kind of started talking about what does this look like for the uh, for us. Um, and then October 1st, 2021, was kind of the day that this place became mine. Um, it felt <laughs> was something I already felt like I wholeheartedly took.
0: Can you can you explain to me like that feeling like, you know was it scary? Yeah.
2: Um. Yes and no. I mean, I felt like at that time I was so invested in the well being of the gym that it didn't change my day to day that much. Um,
0: probably because you were always here all the time anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so I wore a
2: lot of hats already. Um, probably the biggest stressor, which most business owners probably can relate to, is that at the end of the day, if there is a problem, it is your problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <so, laughs> no,
2: I was responsible before. I still could go to bed and be like, well, that could be your problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and-
1: the business bill. Yeah, exactly.
2: So now it's like, obviously, you can't control everything. So like when things happen or you have a month that maybe isn't the greatest or things don't just turn out, you're kind of like, all right, how do we uh, move forward from this? Not panic, not freak out. Um, but overall, it's it's been a really good experience, in my opinion.
1: So like for those people that don't know you, Um, like I know you, Rachel, which full disclosure, Rachel is my (laughs) sister-in-law. Like Kurt is also a business owner, your husband. Um, do you feel like Kurt being a business owner is like, gave him more of that encouragement to you of like, this isn't that scary. Like I'm here to support you as well. I know what it's like to be a business owner. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think
2: that probably without him, um, I mean i can't say for sure that it would have happened at some point um but it was definitely i knew that like okay at the end of the day whether it worked out or it didn't um here um, we would have figured it out and Mm -hmm. i would have ended up a gym owner so he kind of gave me that confidence that um you can do it um it wasn't entirely different from what i was doing obviously besides the risk being now yours um and then obviously he has the expertise with his, be- his business is also a small business, but a much larger small business than mine. Um, of having the the help, the connections to do the accounting, the taxes, stuff that isn't necessarily my wheelhouse. The, the, <laughs> the
0: run work. Yeah, I, like, I don't want
2: to do that. Yeah. I want yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Um, and so it was kind of that just reassurance that like I didn't have to go through any of the steps
0: alone. So what what was the name of this before? Uh, um, I know you mentioned it before, but yep.
2: So CrossFit Eastern Ridge, um, we were until I believe it was like j- sometime in July last year of 2022 is when we finally rebranded at, at, as Midwest Grit.
0: So you you were already working here. You already knew the name. You knew everything. Mm-hmm. So when you got it as your own, why why change that?
2: Um, it was always kind of one of those things. And um, so Marty still is a coach here. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's already the former former former
0: business owner. (laughs) Oh, so the roles reversed a little bit.
2: Yeah. So so he still coaches. He's still a big presence um, in that sense and still offers me the guidance of having the expertise in here, which will be 10 years in July um, that will have been open. Um, But it was always kind of one of those things that when I thought of CrossFit Eastern Ridge, while I loved the place, loved everything about it, it wasn't something that I could ever find a vision for. Um, like when I thought of the name, I was like, I don't know how to create, you know, I wanted a mission values, a vision for 10 years from now. What do I want Midwest grit, formerly Crescent Eastern Ridge to look like? Um, so I spent kind of that first six to eight months of, um, ownership, kind of hashing out that thinking about like, how can I make a new logo that like. Expresses a little bit of me within it. That allows me to say, I can put my stamp on here within all these people um as it grows and um I just couldn't grasp that with Eastern Ridge. So um Midwest Grit kind of came to life. Um not super easy. Um if you're in the CrossFit world, it's hard to get a name that you want.
0: <laughs> what? Because <laughs> so it already are, exists or <laughs> yeah. was, they
2: have a lot of rules on like you can't regionize re- use anything like regional. You can't use city names um unless you were already grandfathered in. So it was kind of a combination of like how do I put something that makes it feel like, hey, we're close to home, we're in Wisconsin, we're in the Midwest, um, with a word and a vision that I want to exemplify um, to the people that walk through the door every day. Um, so took some time. So legally through CrossFit, we are MWG CrossFit. Oh. So then you get to rebrand that kind of however you want. Oh. So, okay. um, so if you just search us on there, it's MWG. Um, but everywhere else, we are known as Midwest Grit. Um
0: so I got to ask, too, a little bit, because I know, you know, Marty used to own this. Yep. And so I'm sure maybe, I don't know but I don't know Marty personally, but <laughs> I would feel like, you know, when you have a business, right, it's your baby, you kind of like, you know, have a lot of tight grip on it. And when you give it away, maybe it's hard to kind of see it change. How did how did that kind of situation go?
2: Um. So honestly, it was kind of, it was a very, like, natural thing for him to hand it off. And I think, you know. Um, I don't know necessarily in his mind if it was the exact time that he expected, like, hey, I'm ready to pass this off. But I think that, like, we both knew that, like, the love and the care that I had for the gym and the community that he had started was where he wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, when the name change came, I had I talked to him separately first and I had asked him, like, hey, is there any sort of like. um feelings about this. And he was just like, no,
0: run with it. Okay. So no, Uh, no emotional attachment.
2: No, it wasn't like a huge, um, I think genuinely he just knew that he wanted, you know, the community and we have um, a good amount of our athletes here are still originals. So they're OGs. They'll be here 10 years in July, which is pretty incredible. Um, So I think as long as he knew that like, hey, the mission, the values, what we're trying to offer them um, was the same.
1: Couldn't care if I painted the whole gym pink. Which so, you sort of did, by the Which way. Which I would have if I was allowed. <laughs> Rachel, do you want to talk a little bit, like, about these words on the wall that say passion, perseverance, yeah. growth about your core values? Um. So, yeah, so kind of before
2: we launched, um, and obviously I don't have it memorized verbatim. We're still working on getting stuff going up. um. But I, I wanted to have reasonings be- behind why I picked, like, the names. And grit was always something that always kind of came to mind um for me, was always having that, like, tenacity to to persevere, okay? So um, a big thing that we preach in here is that, like, life is hard, okay? And a lot of my athletes um, come in, and on the surface, it's a lot of it's, hey, I want to get stronger. I want to lose weight. I want to be more fit. I want to be a healthier human being. Um, and as you get to know people, you often find there's deeper layers of why they're here. Um, Whether it's they're struggling in a relationship or um, a job is hard or something or loss in their life. And it's kind of that ability to how do we become stronger in here, not necessarily physically, um, because obviously weight stuff like that, that will happen. Um, But kind of giving them that like extra mental toughness to persevere. So maybe in a day when you're outside in the real world and things just don't seem like they're going the way you want them to go which happens to all of us um how can we teach them those things that they can apply there so it might seem kind of for most people it's like hey it's just a gym um but when we we i genuinely genuinely believe that when someone walks through the door we want to help them through every aspect of their life and kind of giving them that that outlet of hey we're a safe spot for you Um, and if you talk to other gym owners in the CrossFit setting, you'll often find out that we call it a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of people's therapy. Um, you learn a lot about people. You become kind of that confidant for people when they may not have anywhere else to go, or they don't feel like, Hey, I don't feel safe anywhere else. And So it is, it's a very cheaper than therapy too. It's (laughs) probably a lot cheaper than therapy. And, you know, sometimes you get to get out some of that anger, throwing stuff around. Um, A little
0: more physically active than the hairstylist too. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: So yeah, so on our wall, um, kind of the three words that I went with um, were passion, perseverance, and growth. Um, So passion being um, for me is kind of, obviously I'm very passionate about the gym, kind of what it does for the people. But helping them and encouraging them to find something that they're passionate about. And it's it definitely does not have to be their job. Um, it could be something outside of that. Um, so find something you're passionate about. What are you doing um, for that? Um, and then perseverance. Um, obviously, when things get tough, how do we persevere through that? Um, obviously, sometimes in life that's hard. Sometimes in life it seems easier. But just knowing that they're not alone when they're going through that. Um, and then growth, um, we just want them to continue to grow every day. Um, year to year, how do you find things in your life that, hey, I want to be better at this? What can I do to get there? Um, and that definitely does not just apply to your biceps? Yes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah, to <laughs> so your biceps or your butt. <laughs> it's other places in life. So those are kind of the three um, core words that we went with. Um, and we tried to exemplify our values as well through those. That's a beautiful
1: story. I am not going to lie. I got a little <laughs> a little teary-eyed. Can you talk a little bit? So I was reading about, you know, CrossFit as a brand and for the power of gyms that are associated with CrossFit, you know, it's not just first of all, it seems to me like it's not just a shoe-in, like not just anybody can slap up the word CrossFit and call themselves CrossFit. Um and like how how what's it like to be associated with CrossFit as a brand as even like a community? Um, So yeah, so I think it goes both ways.
2: I think there's a very positive side to it. And then I think there can be like a negative, um, negative side to the word. Um, Obviously, CrossFit in itself um, is just a fitness program. Um, It's become more than that for thousands of gyms around um, the world. Um, But I think you have your positive side is, Probably how most of my athletes feel when they walk through the door. It's that this is fun. This is my hour of the day where I come. And you know, as adults, I don't always think that. Like we don't always have that like social hour. Um, you kind of get to that point in your life, and you're like, who have I talked to today face to face? And I often find that you you watch people walk through the door, and they have connections, and you have a 23 year old, basically kid, that's connecting with a 60 year old ex teacher. Um and you kind of watch these walks of life and these relationships form and there almost comes a point where like you're like, Hey, you gotta get out of here. Like they just <laughs> talk and talk and talk and, um but it's a really great thing to to see because I think especially this day and age when behind a computer screen um post COVID world where it's like, hey, it's really easy to say we're just gonna zoom in on our computer. Um, you see these face to face relationships between people that probably never would have interacted in their life Um, and they become these lifelong relationships. Um, So that's, I think the positive side of like, Hey, this is CrossFit. um, And the people that kind of grasp onto it, as well as like, often you'll hear it be called a cult.
1: Um, (laughs) I have, or I have a joke for you about that. Or people that walk in the door and they're like, Oh, you drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid. It
2: kind of means you're addicted to it. Um, And personally was completely, um, I drank the Kool-Aid. And then I think you have the slightly negative side, which is kind of like anything in life. If you don't give something a chance, you don't necessarily know what you're getting. Um, As well as, like anything, there's always bad gyms. There's always bad of Mm -hmm. some some things. Um, So I think you have the negative aspect of people that they just think CrossFit is um, maybe a cult and they don't like that. Or um, it's just for the top athletes. Um, If you kind of know more about CrossFit, there's the CrossFit Games like the 0.0001% of the world. Um, so it's basically like the Super Bowl of CrossFit. Um, so people kind of think, well, I, sh- I can't do that. Um, and genuinely, we can meet anyone where they're at. Um, so it's, it's just kind of given it a chance. So I think that's kind of the negative side of like, some people hear CrossFit and they're like, oh, no, I can't do that mm. um, type of
0: thing. So then, you're kind of creating a little bit of a community. I know you're saying cult, but I, I feel I, I
1: feel the cult.
0: I know exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's I can more see the downside community. of that, though. Like people are like, I'm not a meathead, like
1: her I or I also may people may think like I don't want to look too bulky or I don't want to have that CrossFit yeah. look, and they might think that CrossFit yeah. is not for them without even ever stepping in mm-hmm. inside the gym. So.
0: so do do you feel like that's kind of a way that you're maybe? giving back to the people that you that you serve here, right? Because you're kind of fostering that community or are there any other ways that maybe you're kind of like a proud moment as a business owner? Um,
2: obviously that, because I I do think um, it's important to have that aspect mm-hmm. of your life where you're like, yeah, I go there and I genuinely feel supported and safe, um, challenged. That doesn't mean it's always like, hey, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's a, the opposite of like, hey, I, I'm challenging you to do this, um, but in a loving, positive <laughs> um, outcome way. Um, obviously like first and foremost, when you're looking at it too, is like in our world today, like we want to build healthier Mm humans. Um, and when I think of health, it's, it's full circle. So they're happy and they're healthy. Um, not just saying like, Hey, you're coming in here and I need you to lose weight and I need you to do this. And it's, we want them to live a balanced life. So for most of us in here, um, we're not going to the CrossFit games. So that's not our goal. That doesn't mean we don't come in and have fun and say, oh, Andrew, I beat you in this. It was fun. Um, I'm
0: sure you would be able to. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Sometimes it gets a little bit spicier than that. but, um, (laughs) But we want someone to walk through the door to say, I'm here because I want to be able to play with my grandkids. And I want to be able to get on the floor and pick my grandkids up till I'm 90 years old. Um, and I want to lower my blood pressure, and I want to get off diabetes meds, and I want to do this because it makes me better out there. Or I love skiing, so I need to strengthen my legs so I can ski safely. Um, so I think the bigger picture, obviously, is is health. But I've, when we talk about like supporting emotionally, mentally, um, spiritually, spiritually things like that, I I believe that's all part of health as well. Um, so it's like we genuinely want our our humans to be happy and healthy. Um,
1: and strive to improve that on the daily. In, in addition to that, Rachel, can you talk a little bit about some of like the charity events that you do and the way that you give back to the community yeah. outside of these walls? Um, so yeah, so we do, um, one of our bigger
2: um, charity events is a Barbells for Boobs. Um, so that one is one of my athletes, her sister passed away from breast cancer now five years ago. So she's kind of um, the heart behind that one. Um, so every October we run um, a Barbells for Boobs charity event. Um, and I think we're we're four for four for state champions the last four years. Um, we've raised just over 25 grand the past two years. So it's oh, wow. which is a lot for a community for this size of a gym to think that we've been able to make that type of impact. Um, but Andy, the girl who runs that, is a big part of pushing that in that direction. Um, and then we'll do food drives, um, raising money for the local food bank we've done that in the past Uh, we have a one coming up um, in February for the Lakeshore Advocacy Center so that's a fit for kids so that's supporting um, local kids that might be involved um, in um, not so great situations Um, and then to be honest we're kind of I'm I'm very open to letting people bring their passions in um, and offer the support that they need um, to kind of make a success and um, we have a couple other ones. We do a pit bull fundraiser in the summer. Um, so one of our ladies runs Tilly's pit crew. Um, so they help kind of spay and neuter dogs that need it in the local community to try to keep shelters uh, from getting overcrowded. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of like that month on, month off. Something's going through the door. I say
0: there's something always going on. It yeah. Seems like. <laughs>
2: yeah, but that's we one of the cool stay. parts of being a business owner, um, right? And it's, then we have a, so you'll see that poster up there, custom fit. So, um... Custom Fit is a local um one of my athletes Mary her son Nolan has down syndrome. Um so it is an adult um fitness program for um special needs adults. Mm-hmm. Oh, um so and cool. they are in here twice a week so they'll be here this afternoon um Tuesday and Thursday every week from 2:30 to 3:15. Um and so they're kind of Custom Fit at Midwest Grit. Um and we love having them be part of our community. Um and Mary just kind of gives them that outlet of things that are hard, um, obviously, for adults. And then you have special needs adults that it's kind of that extra push that she tries to make them healthier. Give them give them outlets for that. Keep them keep them involved. Um, and so that's another one that in summer will have another fundraiser for them.
0: I just think that this is a really good note as well for our small business owners that are listening right now is that, you know, it's not taking a lot of brain power to think of, oh, how what are some ways that we can get out in the community? You're really just leveraging the people who are already part of your community, your clientele, to you know go out into their lives and see what's going on and then help everybody else that way. So I think if you're a small business owner listening out there, I think that's something to keep in mind. And
1: it doesn't have to cost a lot of money, right? Like you, if you're not running a class from 2.30 to 3.15, like right. the gym is sitting here, let's give back to a community who might not otherwise have access to something um, like CrossFit. So that's cool. I, I didn't know that you, that yeah, you did that. you did that really cool program.
0: Well, I want to talk about, because I know what you were saying earlier about how a lot of people here are lifers, right? They've been here since before you had it, and now they're still here. But are there any other marketing strategies that you kind of use to maybe pull in some new clientele, more people into your CrossFit family?
2: Um, so we obviously, we do social media, um, we do stuff like that. We've done some kind of like ads in the past. Um, and in the almost five years, I've kind of been in this position and it's probably, I won't say it's the correct way
1: (laughs) because I don't know a ton about that. I kind of just
2: do the stuff I know. Um, I've found that kind of our most success for retaining and grabbing the type of people that fit, um, what we kind of want to breed is kind of that organic word of mouth. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And it's
2: kind of that like, hey, Andrew, I think this would be a really good fit for you um, type of thing coming from a friend that knows here. So yeah. Have like a official like referral incentive we programs. Um, if we don't have a referral incentive program, um, uh, maybe because you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously it's always very appreciated. Like I always take it to heart when someone sends someone and they're like, hey, I was sent here by so-and-so. Um, Because, obviously, it means a lot when someone puts that out there that they trust you um with someone in their fitness journey. Um Now, obviously, I know that the Internet, social media, things like that are great outlets um to kind of grow. But kind of like other businesses, we kind of feed off of that more isn't always better. Like, yes, I want everyone to come through the door and say, like, hey, I genuinely want to come in here and try to get better. But kind of like anything... People have their niche of what works for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I can usually tell pretty quick when I intro someone on board them if it's going to be something that kind of sticks with them just by kind of how they their personality fits what's going on in the gym just from being around um, for as long as I have been. Um, and I've been wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong <laughs> uh, many of times. Um, but yeah, we've kind of found that that organic word of mouth and kind of referring, or obviously people that move here, um, mm-hmm. give it a try, stuff like that, has kind of been our biggest success to retaining clients.
0: Rachel, okay, let's just end off here. Actually, I got two questions for you. Okay. So this is this is the <laughs> second to last question. Here. So a, lo- a lot of small business owners, you know, if we were talking earlier before we started recording about how, you know, what's, you know, you don't like the um, accounting part, the mm-hmm. payroll, whatever it is. If you could take off one hat that you have to wear as being a business owner, what, what do you think it would be?
2: <laughs> um. So thankfully, I don't have to do my accounting. So, um, <laughs> Hey-oh. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, my husband, uh, we kind of latched that together there. So that was kind of one of the things I was like, I do not want to do that. Um, I'm fortunate enough. I have a great staff. Um. Uh, so kind of... They fill in coaching, um, part-time coaches there. Um, Probably, I would say, the admin side.
1: Um, So, like, what admin tasks you're like,
2: God. Yeah, lots of them. Uh, (laughs) So, while I love connecting to potential clients, stuff like that, via email, text, phone calls, stuff like that, Um, and then, obviously, like, we have retail Um, That goes in at the end of the month, kind of inventory, all that stuff. That would probably be the one thing that I'd be like, okay, I can get that off my plate. Um, And that's probably something that will happen. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of been, you know, triaging as we started ownership of like, all right, how do we want to delegate? Who's fit for this kind of stuff? Um, I genuinely love coaching um, and I genuinely love programming. So programming is um, what our fitness program. And those are two things that I've kind of always been in love with um since the start and obviously I started as a coach um so those would kind of be the things that I would say like I would love to keep those and then anything admin related which makes sense don't like to sit down sooner to computer. <laughs> um, those would be the things that I would say like hey yeah you want that you can do it <laughs> I think a lot of business
1: owners yeah. would agree yeah. with yeah. that like oh but man, it's just that tedious stuff where you're like oh god I got yeah that <laughs>
0: So then last question that I have would be if you could give a piece of advice to any small business owner, maybe listening right now, what what's something that you think that they should know?
2: Um, It's hard. I won't say it's easy um, to be a, a small business owner, um, but I think it's something that like if you find yourself in that position where you're thinking about it, then you should go for it um, because... While it's it's kind of one of those jobs where like, hey, yeah, 24-7 you're on the clock. If something happens, something goes wrong. And I know I'm not in an industry where like, oh, I work for the fire department. It's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean you don't wake up in the middle of the night kind of thinking the same thing. Um, but there's nothing wrong with starting small and saying, hey, I want to build this into something bigger and better and something that can, whatever your goals are, uh, try to improve. Um, because I think... It's, it's a hard place to be, um, and it's not like it's an easy time right now to say like, oh, I want to buy all this stuff, start up. Um, but I think with the outlets that we have this these day and age with social media where you can advertise and you don't necessarily have to pay an arm and a leg right off the bat um, and just kind of word of mouth through the fact that everyone's on their phones, everyone's on their computers, um, it's a possibility. So um, that would kind of be my advice. If it's something that you're thinking about, go for it. Okay.
0: Good, I love it. Sound by awesome. Well, Rachel, thanks for coming on again. Thank you, Rachel. If, if anyone's in the uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin area and wants to maybe get their CrossFit on, again, <laughs> um, well, where can they find you?
2: Um, they can find us in, on the north side of Sheboygan in the Industrial Park. Um, you can find us also at MidwestGritCrossFit.com. Awesome. Um, or on social media under Midwest Great CrossFit.
0: And we will link that in the show notes below for you. Um, all right. So uh, thanks for joining us on The Obsessed Marketer. I'm Andrew Hayes. I'm Megan And now you're going to see us for the next 20 minutes attempt to do some CrossFit. <laughs> no, no. I don't Andrew think anybody <laughs> Nobody wants to send that. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Obsessed Marketer. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And if you need a little help with your marketing for your own business, reach out to us at viralsolutions.net, click the free marketing audit button at the top of the page, or you can click the blue chat bubble at the bottom. And if you have a topic you want us to discuss on the next episode, reach out to us on Instagram at viral.solutions.